0: thank you thank you thank you thank you um good morning um everyone um lovely to have you here this morning um i just want us to spend really some time praying we're going to put some music on for a minute and i just want us to invite uh, God's presence into our midst and so we can actually hear for what you have to say um, to us this morning thank you jesus Yes. Lord, we welcome you here this morning We welcome you here this morning, Lord We ask you to have your way today, Lord Have your way You know that I cannot speak unless you speak through me, Lord. Release the word this morning, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Use me as a mouth speak to speak your word, to release your prophetic word this morning. We thank you, Jesus. To do something this morning, a little bit different than we've been doing before. Um, if you want to put your camera on, you can put your camera on while I'm sharing the words. Um, keep your sound off, but if you feel, put your camera on. You can put your camera on. um I don't want to rush, and I want to do the way God's want me to do, and it's that's what I sense to do this morning. So as I begin to share, the words i may stop in the middle and i may begin to prophesy because that's what i sense. so if you want to have your camera on you can but i will begin to share the words um the lord is beginning to speak to my heart very clearly about as probably so some of you will know me know that my ministry or where god is leading me to is really towards preparing people for the return of jesus and um Pastor Nicholas has been sharing about the preparation, which I would recommend if you haven't listened to the podcast to go back and listen to the podcast. They're very, very, as people saying last week is a very sobering word, but I think there's so much to learn from what he has been sharing over the, the last few weeks in relation to preparation for the return of Jesus. And the Lord has really put in my heart that this is a season of walking in faith really sends us strongly to begin to share as we are still in a lockdown as you probably all of you know god wants us to begin to walk in faith and really to exercise faith in this season any seasons to come now i don't know what i'm saying these words but I, this morning as i was praying and, and waiting on the lord and uh, as he usually do uh, with me he may give me a word and i may start writing everything and by the time i come to the sunday morning and it's a completely different things and that's how god operate with me and i'm got used to it now and he gave me a word this morning and this is what he says to me hmm. relocation now the word relocation it is not per se necessarily mean you got to change your country you got to change anything but it is just the word relocation specifically in your life now many of us may say but that's for you jean marc because you and your family are looking to emigrate to Nova Scotia Canada to pursue what God has called you to do but if the word is for someone or some people here this morning the word relocation now for some of you it may be you got to relocate to a different country. Maybe God has spoken to you about a specific country for you to go. Or maybe God has spoken to you about a specific region. But a word has come to me this morning is relocation. The other thing that, as I hear the word relocation, is also in relation to your job situation to your job journey there's something that god wants to do when you relocate whether it is relocate somewhere a relocating in relation to changing your job maybe your trade or maybe whatever you're doing but i have a word a called relocation and as we look in this new series that i'm going to be sharing uh, over the next few months i'm going to be focusing specifically on walking in faith um, i want us to begin to really engage with what god is saying to us this morning as i'm speaking god will be speaking through me and also speaking to myself as well at different ones here and if you listen and hear the word and is applied to you i want you to begin to pray while i'm speaking because I truly believe God wants to do something. So, as we all know, it has been since I would say the COVID nineteen came into this country, uh, probably well before I would say December, but it's been very officially known around February, March, when we see few cases and then cases start to grow until we end up be in a lockdown. Now. What we discovered over the last six to nine months is a completely change the way the society is operating that has been operating before. For some of us still working from home, there's been a difference. You know, many companies are deciding maybe their people not to allow them to come back to work until next year. There's even be a talk of a second uh, wave of COVID-19. Our children just come back to school after being out for six months. So this is a very particular, a specific season we need. And this season that we need requires us to have faith. Faith everywhere, faith in every situation because of what's taking place. Also because of the economy that's changing. You know, we're hearing, you know, in different company, you know, releasing the statement that they're cutting jobs right, left center. And in this particular season, we need to be tight, you know, very strongly in the Lord and have that element of faith. Now, when I'm talking about faith, and I'm not talking about the type of faith that is operating in a world such a natural faith or religious faith or even demonic faith. I am referring to Bible faith or God's definition of faith. Let's turn to um to Mark, you're mute. Thank you. From Elibra Hebrew, Hebrew eleven one, the scripture says this now faith. Is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The ANAVI version says Our faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. The NLT version says faith shows the reality of what we hope for, it is the evidence of things we cannot see. Now, The word evidence can also be translated as conviction. So let me say something here. It is the fact that no one, you know, and it is actually a fact, that no one has seen God with their own eyes. It is also a fact that few people in the Bible heard God's voice like Moses. So when we look at Hebrew 11, and we see the whole scripture going from 11 to 11, 20, 25, we, we heard about those great men and women of God, you know, that operated in faith, such as Abel, they say, by faith Abel in verse 4. It also speaks about faith Enoch in verse 5. We speak of Noah in verse 7. Abraham from verse 8 to 11 and 17 to 19 god's definition of faith is this is the ability to believe and trust god no matter what the situation no matter what the 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 the, the burden no matter what you're going through Hebrew eleven six in the New King James Version says this, and I read it for you. But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who come to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. The NIV version also mentioned this. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to God must believe that God exists and that God rewards those who earnestly seek Him. The NLT version, it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to Him must believe that God exists and that He rewards those who sincerely seek him faith it's the absolute confidence that god will fulfill the promises faith it is absolute confidence that whether is willing to put everything on the line including his life Faith is the absolute confidence that no matter how dark your situation is, how long it will take, no matter it is contrary to what people say or what's taking place, you will believe the one who makes the promises because God is able. I shared this word about God being able a few weeks ago. And I truly believe that we are in a season where we need to begin to walk in faith So I'm asking you this question I'm asking myself this question What did God promise you What did God promise you You see Roman 8:28 says this And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thought of peace and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. And I'm asking this question again. What did God promise you? what did he promise you what is it that he asked you i'm going to share this testimony um that happened in 2020 so that testimony happened in 2019 it was last year um for some of you know i've been you know my job situation has been a little bit up and down and From 2008 to 2015, it was very, very steady. And uh, on 2015, I lost uh, my job and I have to find another way. So I began to uh, be a Uber driver for a few years um, up to the years of 2019. And then God spoke to me because I've been praying and I've been asking that I wanted to go back to to the field, my field of expertise. And God spoke to me. And he said to me and i clearly heard him saying that it was time to stop uber that god would provide he would bring me to this place that i've been praying for now let me say something i am a married man with a beautiful wife over nearly 16 years uh, next month with three beautiful children so as a man I was the only source of pretty much of uh, income coming in in the household at that time so when god speaks and say to me that don't renew your license because i will provide for you i can tell you that it was a battle a battle for month and a battle with my wife as well because obviously i have to share this this is a decision that we have to take together we pretty much were walking blind in that sense. So when I'm talking about walking in faith, we were really much walking on the promises that God gave us in that time. So when the time came in May 2019, um was in yeah May 2019 and the license end, we had by the time prayed and we had by the time decided to follow and walk in faith and we have basically decided not to renew the license, which basically would mean that the only plan that we have left is god's provision now during our time we applied the scripture Matthew 6 633 seek ye first the kingdom of god and all its righteousness and all shall be added unto you nevertheless i'm still a man and i still got my flesh and i'm still have doubts in that sense but because I was so convinced, and like I said, about having the complete conviction of God's promises, then I followed him. What happened from the moment when we left Uber to up to today, God has been providing, 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 and he's been constant, and he's been regular, and he's been, yeah, it has been regular. So, what I'm trying to say is this. As I mentioned it, no matter your circumstances, and I don't know if I'm speaking to someone here, and I'm saying, no matter your situation you're going through at the moment, believe what God has spoken. Believe what God has spoken. Because his promises may not come, they will come. But you have to have the conviction. So I'm asking you again, what did God promise you? What is it that God has spoken to you in your life and mentioned to you? Believe it. What did God promise to Abraham, which is the first man I want to lean as an example for him as a man walking on faith? Abraham is mentioned the father of faith. And when we look at the life, when we look at Abraham calling the Father of faith and, and the way he was able to give up a son for sacrifice to God. Most of people or myself, I used to say, "Man, that guy is on a different level of faith. He's operating on a completely different level of faith. He had an absolute conviction and knew his God very well however when we look at the life of abraham we see that he made many the two he made many mistakes and one of his mistakes is still affecting the nation of israel up to today it wasn't a straightforward journey from abraham from genesis eleven twenty seven to genesis 25 8 abraham slowly progress physically but also progress spiritually to come to this point when he was not called a friend of God when he was not called uh, uh, the father of faith the question is what did Abraham do with his setbacks what did he do when he failed What did he do when he was weak? I failed many times. I made mistake many times. My ability to walk in faith last year did not happen suddenly. It took a long journey of the tour, a long journey of mistake, a long journey of doubt, a long journey of fear. Abraham was not different from us. Abraham was not different. He went through different seasons where he has to learn to trust God after mistake. Now, I'm jumping ahead of myself here. But when Abraham, when Sarah, come to Abraham and told him, "Do you know what? God promised us a son, but this is not happening. Look at me. Look how old I am. This is not happening. So why don't you go and sleep and marry my servant, and you will have a son through her? So your what God has spoken to the promise that God has spoken, we come through. How many times we took matters into our own hand when God has promised us something? and we don't see the fruit of the promise and we begin to move ahead of god up to today as i said the mistake that abraham did affected him in his time when ishmael was grown up and isaac was finally born the fight that was operated the fight that was taking place between ishmael and Isaac, the fight that was taking place between Sarah and the servant, and he's here in the middle thinking, what have I done? What have I done? But through those mistakes, through those error, Abraham grew stronger in faith. Abraham understood the timing of things. Abraham understood obedience to God. And I want to say to each other, Obedience it is definitely better than sacrifice, as the scripture says. It. but obedience it is key to trust, believe God So let's look in a book of Genesis, um, Genesis chapter 12 from verse to four, and he reads this. all the family of the earth shall be blessed. Amen. Amen. Now, this is a first setback. And, and, and I think that it is important to understand that, that situation. This is a first setback that we see uh, Abraham going through before uh, he becomes the father of faith that everybody knows his name for. Now, the story truly doesn't begin in Abraham. Twelve one four he actually begins in eleven abram eleven thirty one when he says this genesis eleven thirty one and Terah took his son Abram and his grandson lot the son of Aaron and his daughter in law sarai his son abram 's wife, and they went out with them from here or the chadlin to go to the land of Canaan, and they came to Aaron and dwelt there, so the delta were two hundred and five years and Terah died in Aran. now what we need to understand in this portion um, of scripture on their way to Canaan they make the first detour and stop in Aaron now the the town of Aran wasn't was a town full of worship idol it was the site of the grand temple honoring the moon god so that was the place of idol and Terah wanted to stay in Aaron. So Abraham stayed in Aaron with Terah. Now, the reason why Terah wanted to stay in Aaron, we don't really know. It doesn't really explain it. There's many interpretations, and many scholars have mentioned that because when we look in Hebrew 11 he lost one of his sons, and maybe he felt um some kind of to stay there. Um, but also what we need to understand he was a worship idol. Terah, the father of Abraham wasn't a believer it was a worship idol so when he stopped Aaron that was the place that was the place now how do we know this but one of the things that I want to mention as well is this most of the time we think that God spoke to Abraham when he was in Aaron as a matter of fact God spoke to Abraham before that and that's found in the book of um, Acts chapter 2 when Steve was preaching before he was stoned to death, and he says this: God appeared to him, and Abram became a believer, Act chapter 72. And he said, "Brethren and father, listen, the God of glory appeared to our father Abram when he was in Mesopotamia, before he dwelt in Aaron. The God of Father appeared to Abram in her." before he dwelt in Aaron and said to him get out of your country from your relatives and come to a land that I will show you then he came out of the land of the Chadian and dwelt in Aaron and from there when his father was dead he moved him to his land in which you now dwell so God spoke to Abraham before they moved to Aaron so Abraham heard the message he heard the voice of God and on his way to Canaan he stopped in Aaron and he dwelt there until he was the Bible said he dwelt until he was 75 76 that is a long time and sometimes when God speaks to us about something about a particular things that he wants us to do, a particular place that he wants us to, to take, a particular person he wanted us to evangelize. Sometime we're making our journey towards there, and we're making a detour or we procrastinate or we decide that, no, you know what? This is quite nice here, so we're going to settle here. It is all part of the journey. Abraham stayed for many reasons. Now, the custom, the middle is custom was this. You know, the father was a patriarch and the father, remember, he was there. And maybe Abraham felt he didn't want to leave his father. So he settled in Aaron. So when Aaron died, God spoke again to Abraham and just show him the place of Canaan and release the word the prophetic word into his life let me tell you something when God released that prophetic word into your life or whatever prophetic word that God has released in your life believe that it will come to pass even when you make a detour even when you fail even when you stumble continue to believe in the world I remember one of my dear spiritual father is here. Nicholas mentioned something to me, and uh, something that that's really helped me a lot. You know, you can fall twenty times, three hundred times. It's what you do when you fall. Abraham fall many times. Abraham meditated too, but not only meditated too. When he was in the land of Canaan and there was a famine taking place at Canaan. He went to Egypt and he lied when he got there because he was fearful of the pharaoh. So what he did, he did a little lie. Now, he said to the pharaoh, he said to uh, Sarah to tell the pharaoh that she is a sister. Now, he was, Sarah was Abraham's half-sister. But he did not mention that Sarah was his wife. So that again was a lack of faith and belief that God will protect him against the Pharaoh. But not only he lied once, he lied twice. After the the Bible speaks also in Genesis chapter 20, um, the same story happened. They came again and again he mentioned and asked his wife to deceive the uh, Abimelech what I'm trying to say is this as I was meditating on the words and looking at this journey of walking in faith it is a progress it is a journey we will stumble from time to time from time to time we will stop in our errand From time to time, we will not believe what God says to us. But God wants us to walk in faith. He wants us to walk in faith. He wants us not to be discouraged if we stumble. But to stand up. To stand up again and to continue to walk. The Christian walk, it is a marathon. It is not a sprint. You're going through your hurdles. You're going through your season. There are seasons where, you know, you feel God's presence and you just want more of Him, more of Him. And you think that you are invincible. And there are other seasons when you feel so weak, so low, so guilty because you're messed up. Let me tell you something. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening, and believing that there is no hope, there is hope. There is hope. Despite his shortcoming, Abraham lifted himself up and lifted himself towards God, and continued to worship Him. Continued to worship Him. And to the point. That by the time we reached the year 90, when he's 99 years old, or when he got Isaac and God called him to sacrifice his most coveted, precious item to him, he did not hesitate. And God wants us to begin to walk in faith. So when he called us to give up our most precious, coveted item, whatever it is in your life, we will not hesitate. God wants us to be sold out for him. He wants us to operate without compromise. He wants us to operate without procrastinating. He wants us to operate in such a way that we will know and we will know and we will walk and we will have the complete when i said the complete is the complete confidence in the promises of god i want to share this to someone here i believe there's somebody here that's listening that's probably wondering does god say to me i need to leave this country And to move back to my home country. You need to begin to ask him the question. We need to begin to ask a question that maybe we're fearful to ask. You know, sometimes maybe this country, maybe this region, maybe this job is our errand. It's that place when we feel very comfortable, it's that place where we settle in that place when everything we built our life around it and we don't want to change it but God wants to change it because he has a greater plan for you he has a greater plan for you where you will bear much more fruit than you are bearing right now maybe God's want to change the way you operate the way you pray. Maybe God wants to change something in your life that needs to be removed. Maybe God wants to remove the idols. God has to remove many idols in my life. Many things that I placed before, many Aaron. And He has to do it. And sometimes it is drastic, sometimes it is painful. May God always giving us the strength to stand up. Giving us the strength to stand up. If it's you this morning, you heard this word and God is speaking to you. He's speaking to you. I want to pray for you. If it's you just raise your hands, you know, use a chat. raise your hand. I want to pray for you. I truly believe God is speaking this morning about us walking in faith abraham wasn't perfect but he was still mentioned in, G- G- in in the book of hebrews 11 he wasn't a perfect man but through this journey he grew stronger 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 in the lord because he began to walk in faith because he began to trust him because he, be- he began to believe the world Even Sarah that was laughing that she couldn't get a child. The Bible speaks in Genesis 11 that God gave her the strength to conceive. So eventually, she aligned herself to the will of God and began to believe. I don't know about you, but having a child at 99 years old, it is not a small feat. Never mind in your 40s. That God opened the womb. God can do things out of the impossible. God can use anything to change your circumstances and your life. He says this. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he will come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. When God, when Abraham was ready to sacrifice Isaac and God intervened and put another thing to sacrifice, Abraham put an altar there and he called this altar, Jehovah Jireh, God's provides. I want to speak to someone here this morning. And I want to tell you this. I've got your name, but I'm not going to mention it. God will provide. God be provide. Trust Him. Trust Him. God will provide. Believe me. I've seen it. I've seen God's providing for your life. I've seen God opening the windows of heaven, and pour out such blessing that there would be no room enough to contain it. I've seen it. I see gold. I see coins of gold are flowing, flowing, flowing through your life. I see doors open to somebody else's life. I see it. What it is that God has promised you? What did you ask God? What did you pray about? What did you ask? What did you seek? Where did you knock? What was your constant prayer that you've been praying, God, 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 please help me? If in a Sarah situation, she was 99 years old when God gave her a child, surely he can do it for you. God bless Abraham when he came out of Egypt. Even though Abraham lied, God still provided, still blessed him. He can surely do the same for you. Relocation. Free things. For some of us, relocation is in different part of this country. Other, it is even in the different part. Of this continent. For someone. Relocation. It is about changing your job. For someone else. It's your trade. I want to pray for you. I want to pray. Thank you father. Thank you father. Lord, we thank you this morning as we seek, Lord, to walk in faith. We thank you, Lord, for really helping us in this season. Your word said to walk by faith and not by sight. Your word said That faith in the substance of things hopeful. The evidence of things not seen. I want to pray this morning, Lord, for those who have been waiting for your promises. And I pray, Lord, this morning that you will open their eyes that you will open the eyes to truly see you who you are. Lord, increase their faith in you as you increase my faith in you, as you increase Abraham's faith in you, as you increase Noah's faith in you. Lord, even though your son Noah didn't see the ocean. When you spoke to him by building an ark in his back garden, he did it. And the result of this, you protect him and his family. Lord, I pray that from this day forward, we will begin to walk in faith, Lord. We begin to walk in faith and trust the word that you are speaking into our life. Peter, if you hear, here, I want to give you a word now. The Lord told me to tell you that I am going to increase you. I am going to increase you. But you need to trust me. If I said to you to go west, go west. If I said to you to go east, go east. If I said to you to go north, go north. If I said to you to go south, go south trust in me and he continued to say to me did I not fulfill the promise that I have meant to your to your brother Abraham at 99 years old did I not give him a son And 100 years old did I not open the barren of his wife Sarah did I not fulfill the mandate that I have placed upon him? trust in Thank you, Jesus. Whatever God is speaking to you this morning, I want us to begin to pray. I want us to begin to pray. You can put your microphone on and begin to pray. I want to spend a few minutes praying in the spirit and begin to pray to the things that God has spoken. Because I believe this morning He wants to fulfill it. He wants to tell you. He wants to tell us that He's going to fulfill what He has promised us. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Go ahead and get a good, 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 kamtere barash choro barash choro 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 Thank you. Thank you, Father. Sure. Father, we thank you, Lord, this morning for, for the word way, that you have given to us. We thank you for the promises that you have given us. As your word clearly said, your word clearly said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be open." Your word also said, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all the preciousness and all shall be added unto you. So, Father, as we begin and continue to walk in faith, Father, Lord, let us continue to pray and ask you for your grace and your mercy upon us. Despise our shortcoming, despise our failure. Let us continue to stand and walk in the faith, for we know the promises, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen.